0: hi friends crystal here new year and new you and boy do we have some new tools for you to help you transform your life into the one you have always dreamed of we have some new ways for you to connect with us over outside of the show so we have a free guide on tips and tricks to honoring your strategy and authority we also have a language manual to your true self to help you understand the key terms in human design and how to apply them to reading your human design chart and also to your life. And we are so happy to announce doors are now open for the cosmic community, which is a no commitment or five month commitment package to connecting with us over in our private Facebook group. You will have the chance to connect with Leah and myself each month with our premium episodes through our Program Plus monthly forecast. There's also weekly aura energy updates, weekly tarot card polls connected to a human design gate, monthly market shares for fellow entrepreneurs to share their work and exclusive bonus content you will not be getting anywhere else from us come join the cosmic community to understand how to utilize the transits to your advantage and have a safe space to learn grow and connect and we also have our children's class called nurture your child through their design and our most popular classes are our variable mini classes, which are bite-sized, self-paced audios and guidebooks on the first two transformations. And if you want to stay connected with some education and love from us, join our email list and check out our website, which you can find that and every offer I just discussed down below in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here, and I will see you over on our next episode. Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. I'm Crystal. And I'm Leah. And this is the podcast you've been waiting for. what was this end end
1: move like i don't oh i don't know i don't know what my body does
0: i realized we said we were gonna get up for this one and i was like i can't say that's now in the middle so maybe the I'm... next one we gotta yeah, discuss sorry. ahead of time you also I like can't... missed your cue
1: <laughs> my voice my voice is still trying to come back to me so oh. excuse me yeah. do you want to do you want to tell everybody about your Oh, yeah. Well, I thought I had the flu. And then I lost my smell and taste. And so it turns out I had COVID. So then I gave my kids COVID, which they were asymptomatic. Um, My husband got out scotch-free, but we all took the whole week off. So yeah, that was interesting. I cleared my whole schedule from my cleanings and everything the week that I was sick. And then I had to clear the whole next week um, anyway to quarantine. So yeah, and it's slowly coming back. I can almost taste my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I can almost <laughs>
0: taste my coffee.
1: Um, had yeah. a dark, I don't know if anyone's experienced like losing their smell and taste, but I had like a really dark week. Like I thought that was the end of my world. I was like, Yep, never taste. I know you told again. me
0: I was like, girl, you're gonna get it back like the next week, and you're like, was... No, this is it forever.
1: It never didn't help it either again. that I exposed myself and i posted it on instagram and everyone's like oh my god it's been a year and a half since i've had my smell or it's been four months and i'm like oh no so yeah that, yeah. that yeah. didn't want to
0: go to you don't want to go to the internet you don't want to go to like webmd you don't want to start googling like even though as a first line open head google's my best friend yeah um, but again also worst enemy yeah. so
1: even the CDC online was like, oh, it's, you know, three or four months.
0: Oh, my <laughs> God. I didn't even know that. I didn't know yeah. that. I was like, I knew, but I I don't know. You're a defined spleen. I knew that your spleen was going to, like, just flush it out. I don't mm-hmm. know if you had, if you went through, like, a lot of, like, sweating or, like, a lot, mm-hmm. like, a, and that's all the, sp- like, the spleen, like, mm-hmm. really trying to, like, you know, like, wring out. Mm-hmm. your laundry system. I even
1: activated my body graph grid and while I was activating it, I put mm-hmm. selenite on my spleen and I was like, clear this out oh, that's get a good it idea. out of me. That's a good so, idea. Yeah well, wow. that was my that's that's all I've done the last two weeks is sit on my couch.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I I can't say I did the same no, I went, you did I went, you went I went, opposite I went, of me I went to the <laughs> complete opposite direction um i've never been more busy in my life (laughs) Mm -hmm. than i have been for the last two weeks i actually i I had to shut down i i I booked up february already for my readings and sessions that i had to shut that down and then i had people knocking at the door saying (laughs) hey when can i get a reading they're like are you opening up your march schedule and i'm like this really like where i'm I'm this popular right now. Like I've never been this, this popular, um, at least this quick. Like yeah. I don't, you know, I'm a generator. I don't, we don't really work in like bursts of energy. I mean, sort of a little bit, like it does happen. Like, that's why I'm like, crystal, you need to capture this energy while you have it with Mars,
1: you mm-hmm. know, in
0: your sixth house. This is all Mars happening in my sixth house with when it was retrograde, there was like a buildup and a buildup and a buildup, I think, and like a reflection. Like, I mean, we've talked about it for a while between us and then I've talked about it a little bit on here and in the program plus and stuff um, and in our cosmic community, just that, you know, Mars re- retrograding in my sixth house really asked me to work smarter, not harder. Like I've, I realized all this last year and even like the last two and a half years that I've been doing this professionally, I guess you could say, um, I was really making things harder <laughs> in a lot of ways and just like being such a third line. And I'm just like, girl, you you could be, one, making a lot more money a lot faster, which is what I ended up doing and figuring out. I opened up a, a few new portals. Um, like We've been restructuring stuff and like creating the cosmic community I think was one of the best things we could have done Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. I I just feel so much better in that space um and so like and I've been restructuring my readings like I don't even so I'm gonna say something that I don't know if it's if it's good or bad but I'm just gonna fucking say it (laughs) (laughs) I don't really prepare for my readings anymore um I which I don't know what to make of that because my mind tells me, and I guess this is why I'm like, I don't know if this is good or bad. My mind tells me, well, then you're, you're like, you know, not really working then or you're not doing the correct work because you should be preparing for like, you know, hours or that hour before like I used to. Like when I first started readings, like I would go through like, All of my information that I had on all the gates and channels and the centers, I would review them and then I would write up a whole, uh, like all these notes that I would then turn in a PDF for like the basic readings. I mean, you know, I give people like all their whole design, like they get all the gates and channels, whether we go through them or not in a PDF after the reading. And so I would Mm -hmm. basically do the whole thing beforehand and have all this preparation I was like being obviously such a first line but now that I like it's like embedded in my DNA now and it already was it was just like a remembering that I needed to do but like Mm -hmm. you see me and you ask me how do you how do you know all this I don't know the answer is I don't know it just gets stored in my left brain and mind and (laughs) it's there I just pull it out and so I realized with being, you know, completely open from the head down to the throat, that it's almost a disservice to the people to prepare ahead of time. Because as you know, I get like so many downloads when I'm mm-hmm. looking at charts that, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, and when I'm directly focusing on them, I know what they need to hear in that moment with being a sacral being and sacral being my def, um, being my authority, um, so I was started experimenting with what if you I'm like, you already know all of this. I'm like, yeah, and I I do also read a lot of times um direct transmissions, like the lines and sometimes even the channel from Raw, because there is, as we've talked about. A transmission that happens that on a cellular structure to our DNA, when you hear the keynotes and you hear the direct transmissions, I believe it's super important. Anyone that is, you're getting a reading from that's not giving you, um, source information or from source information where they're giving it in a practical way of some kind. Okay. I'm not for that. I'm just going to say, I'm not for that. If you're for that, mm-hmm. I don't want to judge people. Everyone's on, on their own journey. It, like everybody takes in information and learns differently, but I wouldn't teach a class from that wasn't from the <clears throat> textbook from that source material of whatever yeah. that class is on.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like it's given you a, like a chance with when you were doing all the preparation for you to absorb the information or re you know rediscover where that was in your body and now that you're at a place where you've done readings for so long like <clears throat> now you can do all the downloading while you're talking which is what you do a majority of the time and then you can refer to that source material in a way that like pairs it all together like here's what you see on the chart how you're reading it and you're not trying to go by a script because sometimes I mean you work in a different way than other people like I would probably need to have a script because I would get lost or I wouldn't know what to say but I have all defined centers up there so I'm complete work in a completely different way than you would yeah. I think it's cool to see the development of your readings.
0: Yeah. I was that's that was one thing that I was thinking about this past weekend because I've just been going back to back back with readings. And I was like, mm-hmm. wow. I was like to do this many readings now, it would be it would, uh, first of all, I would probably have to charge an arm and a leg with how much prep work <laughs> I used to yeah. do. To do this yeah. many readings in a row. And that's why I was like, wow, I've really come a long way where I don't need to do prep work before. Like I, I will go through, like if someone gets the basic reading for me because they're getting a PDF with that one of all their gates and channels, Mm
1: -hmm. um,
0: obviously then that next week I'm going through their chart and like specifically looking at the, the planet activations, a lot of times the, the line placements. And then I'll speak directly through that as I'm writing it out for that gate and channel. But I don't like. I'm like you. Don't need to be working this hard, girl. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to do that. And so I was like, "Wow, this is really developed." <laughs> I'm yeah. really. And you I'm said, like, "Wow, I'm really good at this." What? How did that? When? How did that <laughs>
1: happen? Well, you said last year. You're like, "How do I work not as hard, <clears throat> but still give the value that I need?" And that's kind of what you've been doing.
0: Yeah. It's been really, really interesting. Um, Very
1: cool.
0: Yeah. So I've I've been really busy, um, and I've also in this period of time decided, you know what, you know it's good being really busy, and then also um, going through your trauma at the same time, so that you know the times you need to have breaks and space, you're like having these. I don't, I don't even know what to describe That My brain feels so weird right now. I had my first EMDR session with my therapist on this past Thursday, where we're actually recording this podcast now the day of that we put it out on Monday, because mm-hmm. I could not function, which I told you, I realized I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to record the podcast because my brain was like literally on fire after the session. Like, I don't understand how this type of therapy like exists and does what it does because it is the most bizarre situation to experience it. And then the after effects that I'm still going through now, and I'm only, this is only my first session. So now I get to go through it again. The next session, she tried to get me to book next week. And I said, no, I, she's like, you really should have them all back to back until like I clear, like it's reprogramming parts of your brain from past traumatic experiences. That's what EMDR does. And I didn't realize though, like how much I was going to feel, feel it. Like I could feel things up here in my brain actually moving and like being rewired. And it was, it's been quite painful. Um, It started, it started to slow down the last day. And especially today, it's not as bad like I would have not been able to talk there was a lot of obviously there was like bursts of crying afterwards um because I was I was still in the moment of that experience and so I went back to my accident for those of you didn't that don't know I got hit by a car on my bike um and I almost died and so I never addressed that ever. It was in it was almost 13 years ago that this happened and I never addressed it. Um, and I decided recently that it was time to finally let go of that part of me. And I didn't realize like I knew, but I didn't realize until I was in the session how angry I was at this man that hit me. Um, And the reason why, it wasn't that he hit me, it was that he didn't see me. Mm -hmm. He said, I didn't see you. And I was wearing bright pink that day. I remember the exact outfit that I was wearing. I I had this uh, bright pink head wrap on my head, Um, like a headband, but like a head wrap. It was like a thick one and it had like a little flower it was like a handmade thing that I got I think I had gotten in like California I'm like I I know too many details I'm like how do you remember all of this and then I was wearing a bright pink shirt from um I don't know if you know who Edie Sedgwick Edie Sedgwick is she was uh did you see the movie The Factory Girl no it's one of my favorite movies you should watch it well Andy Warhol Um, you know who Andy Warhol is, right? Okay, you got that one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He had what was called the factory back, what was it, in like the 60s? Mm. Um, and so he had all these like muses that helped him create art. He was, what was he, a 1-3 generator? I think. Um, I, I looked up his chart when I saw a documentary on him, not that long ago. Now I can't remember what he was. But anyways, um so he had all these like muses that inspired him with his art and like they would do all this weird shit, obviously back then. And so one of them was this, this, um, younger, younger woman named Edie Sedgwick. And she was like from like, like her parents were wealthy and, but she was like rebelling. And she also was like, she did a lot of like, um, modeling and stuff like that. So Andy was very fascinated by her And so, um, she was, she was on, she was, she was always at the factory with him. And so there, there was a whole movie based on her and there's been documentaries on her. She's a very fascinating woman. I actually don't know her design and I should look that up. But anyway, so I was really fascinated with her at, their t- at that time. And I think that was the, around the time that that movie had come out. So I got this shirt and so, and it was bright pink <clears throat> and then I was wearing sandals. Because, you know, I was also, I was like not, you know, I, I was still a young adult, silly, not wearing a helmet or proper shoes. Um, but anyways, so I, I remembered all of that in that moment. And then my open throat was like being flooded with all this anger of not being seen. And that's like my biggest problem. And I remember telling that to my therapist afterwards before we got off the call. And I said, um, because I'm still working through it now. I haven't got, like she said, she'll, she keeps saying to me, she'll know when it's cleared. Like when I am, when I've reprogrammed that part of me and I'm like, then I said to myself and I said to her also, Like, I don't know if I can, like, I, it's, I'm like, how do you, I'm like, is there a point where you stop feeling the not self? I don't know. Here we go again. (laughs) I told myself that I wasn't going to cry about this, but this is how I know that it hasn't, I haven't, Yeah. I don't. You're still working on it.
1: All.
0: I don't know. Like I don't believe that we ever completely heal things. Like there's, like I'm not saying that can't, I'm not, and I don't want to. Um, I don't know what the words are. I don't want to take away from anyone else's experiences where they feel like they have healed aspects of themselves. But I feel like we're constantly on a healing journey, and maybe we heal parts of uh our trauma or whatever it is whatever words you want to associate with with these experiences or whatever but i feel like there's always more layers yeah like as long as you live and breathe you're always healing in some way Mm -hmm. and i'm just like to be a completely open throat and to remember that This all happened because he didn't see me and that I, it's like, how could you not see somebody that's like this, like vibrant, like I was wearing bright, like neon pink. I'm just like, I'll never be seen. And I know that's not the right, that's not what I should be thinking. I know that this is all mental. I are, I know it's when you have so much awareness about yourself and you're like, this is not real. I know this is not real, but it's like, you know, my
1: whole, my whole life has been that. It's like the, <clears throat> it's like the first big memory that you have of that feeling. Like, that. No, oh, of- it's
0: not the first at all. It's just, it's, it's. It's just, it it was confirmed that day. All those other times that I felt invisible my entire life that day, it was like, this is what, what I feel like it's saying is like, this is you, you'll always be invisible. And I know that's not how I should feel or think or whatever, but the truth is we live in a world of defined throats. And to be an open throat. I'll never be able to. Sh- to to sh- Like show anybody what that. Feels like inside. Because you guys. It doesn't. It just doesn't. I can tell that it doesn't bother you. The way that. It like. Traumatizes me. And that's why I make it a point to always respond to people and always make sure people feel heard and seen because
1: I don't get that. So anyways, but I think you also teach us in a way that we don't recognize that. So it's also important for us to see the other aspect, you know, to see your, here's my projector coming out. It's like, we see that, that, come up for you or for anyone who's an open throat and how that feels traumatizing and how can we see you more like how can we see the other more how can we be we be more respectful toward the other yeah because even as a someone who isn't here to respond in my life I am teaching myself and I'm trying to also teach my little projector she'll often just sit there and stare off into space when someone says something to her And she Uh doesn't respond. I'm like, listen, you live in a world of response. So give us something. Give us a little bit of something and and recognize the other.
0: I was talking about that with Milo the other day and actually another, a manifestor friend yesterday about the same thing. Mm -hmm. Because the the truth is to find throats, especially, and I know it's also hard for the non-sacrals and we'll get into that in a second. But the truth is, Define throats are tone deaf. It's just, you're so caught up in your own expression and mm-hmm. what's happening for you internally that it's hard. It's so hard sometimes to look on the outside of what's going on with other people, paying attention yeah. to other people. And it just is, but what if we had awareness around this? What if we knew from the beginning, like my, I have a little manifester and he does the same thing with what you were just talking about with your projector, where someone's talking to him and he just ignores them mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. He's having a hard time making like real friendships because of this. Mm-hmm. And so I'm here trying to raise an enlightened manifester. That's what I'm calling it. I'm trying to raise an enlightened manifester. And I was talking about this with a manifester yesterday because she was trying to make excuses for well I'm a manifester so i can ju- i i shouldn't have to stop what i'm doing to inform or speak to the other if i'm not in that urge to do that or i don't have that initiate like initiation from internally to do that or whatever the reason is and i'm just like well that's fucking rude yeah I'm like, why? I'm not telling you to stop being you, but do we have to be so fucking rude to each other? Yeah, it's like using it as an
1: excuse not to respond. It's like, well, exactly. And I feel like they still deserve it. manifestors.
0: And also, uh, I'm gonna just say, and you guys can hate me for this. I really don't care. We have to get better at this. We we have to learn how to respect each other. Mm -hmm. I'm over here trying so hard to respect the manifestor energy finding new ways to speak to them finding new ways to ask them questions without directly asking them questions or or before asking them a question do you mind if I, um if i ask you this Bef- like um, having trying to open them up a little bit to receive because their aura is so closed
1: mm-hmm. and so
0: i catch my little manifestor all the time ignoring people there's pe- there's kids that will go out and will and they'll be trying to talk to him and they'll be like, they'll be, they'll just ask him very simply, hi, what's your name? Here's Milo. I'm like, yeah. uh, there's someone talking to you. Hello. And so uh, um, and like as an open throat, I'm immediately offended for this person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I said to him, We we've talked about it a couple of times, and I think this last time it finally sunk in. I said to him why don't, why don't you answer people that are engaging with you or asking you simple questions like what is your name and he says I don't always know what to say and I I I I get nervous and I said that's okay and I said that's what you should say that that is what you should say to them that I'm nervous to talk he's an ego ego manifester speak your heart kid speak Mm -hmm. what's going on inside of you say i'm nervous right now or i don't know what i want to say or or i don't want to talk right now just because someone's speaking to you doesn't mean that you have to have a conversation with them but it's fucking rude to not at least tell them acknowledge their existence that's the problem with this fucking world is that we do not acknowledge each other's existence because we do live in a world of mostly defined throats. And so I said to him, and we've talked about this, and I actually talked about this with the manifestor yesterday after she listened to what I said and was like, oh, maybe you are right. (laughs) I said, what if you guys had some catchphrases stored, that you can pull out when you don't know what the response is because you guys, I don't want you to try to be a generator. I do not want that for the non-sacrales. You're not here to be. Stop trying to be. You've been pretending to be generators all your life, right? Because we live in a world of generators. I fucking get that and I understand and I respect that that's not who you are. But can we respect the other's aura? If you are in communication with another generator and they are talking to you, what if you had some catchphrases that you could just use in those moments that you don't know how to respond or at least informing the other, I don't know what to say right now, or I don't have the time to talk. I will get back to you or let me think about it. Like have some sort of catchphrase that you can say. I don't know what to say right now, but when I do have the response, because it's, remember, we talk about it being like, the got to set the timer in our oven, right? For it to be Mm -hmm. able to go off for the non-sacral. So maybe having some sort of phrase that you can say to get back to the other so that you can at least respect that they exist. There's There's so much here. This is my power view here. We make excuses for our type often as to why we can be fucking shitty and I see so many fucking people do that and that's why I called out that manifestor yesterday and said you're making excuses right now Mm -hmm. for 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 your natural ways that you are but you don't have to be a fucking dick there's and they're like you're right she's like I have a uh inbox full of like 75 messages right now and I haven't responded to any of them and I said great you know, what what might be a better, better thing to do instead of feeling. She's like, and I feel bad about it. I was like, okay, that's, I I get that. Like I feel bad as even a generator when I don't respond fast enough sometimes too. Um, And so I said, what if you had a couple things you could possibly do? So I'm going to throw a couple things at you. What if you put in your stories and said, Hey guys, I'm, I I see you. I want to acknowledge that I saw a bunch of you DM me recently. Yeah. And I just yeah. want to let you know I'm not I'm not in response right now. Um, I don't have the time, I don't have the capacity, um, I don't have the energy to answer any of you, but I wanna know that I see you. I want you to know right now that I see you. Um, and you could even have and she's like, Sometimes I don't have the energy to even say that. And I said, Well, what if you made just a graphic? Go on Canva. Mm-hmm. She's like I should make just like an out of office. Um, And I was like, and then you just post that. And maybe you can even put it in your highlights so that people and have it at the top. So people can always refer to it. And they know this is how you are. There's also, I saw that, and I think you have to do it through Facebook though, but you can put, I know a manifestor that actually does this. And I said to her, you're brilliant. Um, When people DM her, there's an automated message that says,
1: I was just going to say that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I see you. Um, but I'm not, I'm not here right now or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, and I was like, that's fucking brilliant. And that's what the non-sacrals should be doing. You are not here to respond. And I fucking respect that. I'm not trying to get you to be me. I don't, you know, as we've talked about a lot of generators, bully the non-sacrals into response often or doing, but and I'm not, I am not one of those generators or anytime that I've caught myself doing something like that, I was like, oh shit, they're not here to respond. They don't have the energy to do that work consistently at that speed or rate or whatever the fuck. So I'm like, what if you guys just had some backup phrases, wordings out of office, uh, automated responses that you can use? so that you can still honor your own energy. Mm -hmm. There's a much better way to do this. No one's talking about this shit. And I'm going to talk about it because we are not living in a world of just generators, of just projectors, of just manifestors, of just reflectors. It's all of us together. Unless you want to go live off the grid by yourself or in a group with just your type, then fuck you, learn how to live with the rest of us.
1: (laughs) I'm done. At the beginning of what you were saying, you were saying how um, like we are tone deaf and that literally just happened before we got on here. My husband took the day off because it's been snowing and we were talking about how I forget what we were saying. So I already forgot. Well, we were talking about our schedule in December, how December was really busy. January was not busy. And he was like, Well, it sounds like you have a little bit of resentment toward that. And I was like, No, I don't, I don't think I did. And he's like, Well, that's what it sounded like. I'm like, fuck, because he's an open throat. I'm like, Well, you did. He heard it. And I didn't, I didn't hear it at all. I just was making, I thought I was just making a statement that we had Mm -hmm. a busy month and January's not. And he he heard me. He heard right through me. And that's when I was like, oh, okay. I still don't know. Like, I have no control over how it's going to come out. But I guess I, you see right through.
0: (laughs) Oh, I see right through everybody. Yeah.
1: Always. Um, And
0: I always thought that, that it was weird. I was like, You know, I don't think a lot of people when I was younger, before even knowing anything about him, I'm like, I don't think a lot of people are like this, like me. Like, I don't, I don't live in a world that are like me. Like, I always knew that. And I always used to say, I read between the lines. Mm -hmm. When you guys speak, I hear something that's underneath the surface, whatever the truth or the lie is, I hear it. And most people are liars. That's the truth. Yeah. We when somebody asks yeah. you how are you? Most people aren't like, you know what I'm I'm kind of shitty today. <laughs> you know what I've had well, a I have had a rough day.
1: Who um is it Ross from Friends? There's like that a clip that's like I'm fine. I don't know why it's coming out all squeaky. I'm like that's the open throat is like you hear us saying that's the lie. Like the lie yeah. is, I'm fine and away up here, but that's not yeah, my normal That's, not, that's tone. not your normal tone. Yeah. And so you're you're not telling the truth. Like that's what we do. We try and make it seem fine, or like <clears throat> you kind of bring to light how you really feel about I'm it. Amplify. Like, are you am- are you I'm going to
0: amplify whatever it is that you're mm-hmm. experiencing internally. I'm going to take that and I'm going to hear the truth. Yep. It's 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 wild. It is. I'm like. Damn, it's and like this is where like I and that this is where there's it's a double-edged sword where it's a gift and a curse. Like it's a fucking mm-hmm. gift when I can channel shit from above and where I can help people discover their inner truth, because that's really what I do. Um, but it's a curse because I feel like invisible to the world. And I don't know. The answer is I don't know. And I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever fully get through this. But I'm going to try.
1: Yeah. you've got the support. Yeah. Okay. I'm not
0: going to keep. I'll go. space <laughs> again. I really. And I also hate crying because I have an open solar plexus. So. uh, And I, I remember when we. I used to cry like every week on clubhouse. <laughs> yes. But. but you, no one could see me, so it wasn't as bad for me to cry. Yeah. I could mute myself. You could mute. <laughs> <laughs> but here you guys got to see it all, and I hope that I will say something. I'm going to try not to cry through this. Okay. I had to activate my cognition for a second. Um, If you're watching this right now, please respond. Um. I will say that it hurts my feelings a lot when we come on here week after week and people ignore or they just watch and they get they get they plug in and they get the information and they move on. I would love to hear how this has either helped you or any short any sort of share as long as it's not you being an asshole if you're an asshole then you can just keep on scrolling Mm -hmm. um but I would love to get a little appreciation I'm gonna just ask for it right now as a defined heart uh we show up here week after week we've been doing this for over a year now and I, I I'm so happy we started the cosmic community because I at least get to see how people appreciate my energy and the gifts that we're sharing in there with them. So thank you so much for all the people that are in our cosmic community. It's really been healing Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, But I want to keep showing up on here week after week, but I could use a little more support.
1: There's many ways that you can do that too. Like If you're watching on YouTube, just hit the like button give us a little comment um subscribe if you're not subscribed already hit the bell i think it is is that what it is mm-hmm. um if you're watching, if you're listening on apple you can leave us a review cuz the more that you give us feedback stars reviews whatever it is the more that people can find this podcast the more yeah. that you're you're spreading and outreaching to other people sharing like we know if you share the podcast to someone else i mean we don't know who but if you've been sharing it to others i know spotify has um a response box i believe so like did you like this episode or not um you can also leave i don't know if there's a q and a box in there i think it's, it's just automated like it's
0: automated
1: it's automated now for yeah, just so. spotify
0: um is what i noticed but and yeah. i just also want to say that i have a lot of embarrassment so like ask support like I see so many people that they don't need to ask and they just automatically get it but mm-hmm. I feel like I guess I have to ask and I'm not going to tell Leah to cut this out I'm going to leave it in because this is also for all the other people out there that are sharing their gifts and wisdom and they don't get the proper recognition that they deserve I want you to know that I see you because I am you. And I'm gonna keep showing up here week after week, but I do need a little bit more appreciation for all the hard work that we put in. You don't under you don't even know all the hard work that I'm doing behind the scenes. I mean, I have so much to share right now for this week. There's a lot happening. And it's funny to be talking about all of this because this week is all about limitation. And I often feel very limited in uh, being myself. And I feel like we all feel that often. And, you know, it's through understanding and finding acceptance in your limitations that you can actually grow. And so I'm going to keep going. Because I know that it's like there's aspects that are really opening up for me in my life right now. And I'm really starting to find my fractal family. But then I get to still look at my past. And all the time, all, all the parts of me that are still, I guess, staying small. And that's kind of what the nodes are in right now. We're here to look at our past with gate 44 and remember it's a, there's a memory that's held in the 44th gate so that we can then allow ourselves to see a new way. The 24th says, return to the old to come to a new. It's through returning that you can come to um, a new conclusion. Rewrite your story. That's one of the things that I keep saying to myself right now is I'm done with the storyline. I'm done with the storyline story that I'm invisible because I'm not invisible. I'm fucking here. I can see myself on the screen right now. I'm actually here. The mind tells me that I'm invisible, but I know that I'm not at the same time. So anyways, thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Yes. <laughs> we love and, you. And hold on. I got to wipe my nose. <laughs> <clears throat> um. But I guess we should just dive in to this week. I know we've been talking for a while and there is a lot happening. Um, So let's just go. We're we're going in now. So here we go. Um, We start Monday, the 16th, which is today, (laughs) Um, at the end of last week's program, which is focusing on our inner truth, as I was just talking about. This is a pressure to figure out the mysteries of life. And maybe as Mars just went direct, you all of a sudden feel like you can move again, but not quite right yet until Mercury goes direct, which will be on Wednesday, the 18th of this week, which is exciting. There's a lot of movement this week. So I'm, I'm fucking ready. I'm ready to go. Uh, I'm sure you guys are feeling that as well. So we are being grounded in our expression. We're being grounded in what we are thinking about and having a way of forming these details into spoken or written words. We are then going to move into a new program also today. So we end a program to begin anew on Monday. So our new focus that will be today is on our limitations, as I was talking about. This is the theme of this week, is our limitations. There's a lot happening this week and lots of movement. As I said, Mercury is going direct. Mars just went direct. We have a new moon in Aquarius and also a human design new year and also Uranus going direct. Um, But before we can get to all of this forward movement, we must take a look at what has been blocking us. How can we move forward with a bunch of luggage that we need to empty out? So before we can take off with a full speed ahead, which is something I, I have been saying in the program plus in our yearly forecast that we're about to have a really big leap into our future right now, but we first have to accept our limitations and see what is holding us back. And what's going to help us do that is what's grounding us right now. We're being grounded in our expression. This is about a speaking from a belief of creating this abstract thought that's been your focus into words. This last week was really a good time to let the mind wander. And now we might have something to say about all those thoughts that have been circulating, um, that finally need to be addressed. What do you believe in this week? Because you're going to have an opportunity with this new moon, which I stressed in the program plus it's going to be a really big new moon. Um, that we're going to have the opportunity to plant the seeds for the entire year this week. Kind of it's kind of big. It's like it feels like it shouldn't be as big as it is, but I I I can feel in my bones that this is going to be a really big new moon. So what do you believe in and how can you move through any of your limiting beliefs? As you just got to see some of mine just before. So we are focused on our thoughts with Mercury and the blocks and beliefs. We finally get some forward movement on Wednesday, the 18th. But before we do, there is this brief moment with the help of the moon on the 17th for a potential chance of prosperity and abundance. Okay, it's going to be short-lived. You know, the moon's moving through gates about two to three times a day, if you didn't know. So on the 17th, The seat of our driver is going to make a direct connection in Uranus to how we can be of service to the moon. And as I just said, Uranus is moving forward this week. So the 17th, I know that like a lot of you don't understand how this works, but this is a good day to pay the fuck attention. Okay. So our emotional driver is taking us to the next stage of life. And not many people pay this close attention, as I said to the transits, but I do. This is how you take a line to action. You know what you're looking at? And then jump on the wave, jump on that frequency. So for me, I'm going to set an intention during this time to set myself up for success with new moon Aquarius Aquarius that's coming at the end of the week. There's always these little cosmic breadcrumbs that if we're not paying attention, we, we can miss a moment that can take our life to the next level. And I'm telling you, this is going to do that. Okay, so the Mercury is then going to go direct and on, what did I say? The 18th, is that right? 18th, yeah, because um, now I can't see where I wrote that. Um, so where was I? So Mercury is going direct, and we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Now, something I've been stressing for 2023 is that all the Mercury retrogrades will be in Earth signs, and this, is, this one happened to be in Capricorn. So there has been a backward focus and review on our ambitions and our goals and also the material world. That's going to be a big theme for this year is a review on the material world, which I believe is really going to set us up for 2027. 2023 is actually a very, very big year. So now now is the time with direct forward motion to look ahead because we're about to have a new moon on Friday, um, new moon, um, on Saturday, excuse me. Um, but on Friday, the 20th, we enter into Aquarius season. This is when we finally get to go into Aquarius season on Friday, right before the new moon. So there is also on this day on Friday an intuitive awareness to the heart on a potential forward movement on how to upgrade a place from our past. Then on Thursday, a brief expression of our thoughts to set us up for the Aquarius new moon. Now, we, we're about to get into the new moon on Saturday, but before we do, allow Friday to settle into this new cycle. Begin to look ahead as to where you are going. Aquarius is a very futuristic energy. I like to use the word innovation when it comes to Aquarius energy and allow yourself on Friday to begin to process Um, how you are going to be more innovative this year, because the Aquarius new moon on Saturday is going to set the tone for the entire year. Okay. So let's go ahead and dive into the new moon. So new moon Aquarius has in store for us. What's coming for 2023. So as I said, at the beginning of the program, that the new, the new program was going to have a focus on our limitations And this has been foreshadowing this entire week, what this new moon is setting us up for to plant the seeds of what's to come. So new moons are all about new beginnings and fresh starts. These cycles ask you to look ahead on where you want to go for the next six months. And this one in particular is going to set you up for the rest of the year. If anyone in the cosmic community is listening to this, I highly recommend Going back to listen to January's program plus and also the yearly forecast to really help you take aligned action for this coming year, because this new moon is telling us to get higher up, to climb to the roof of what has been holding us back for a long time and to find a new way to move through it. How can you set the intention that you are going to find a new way of doing things for this next year and not let your limiting beliefs hold you back from living out your dreams? you know, Aquarius is a little stubborn. Okay. So you might not want to, fo- fo- you know, we're we're looking at an Aquarius right now. She knows what I'm talking about. Aquarius is a little stubborn. Aquarius is a fixed air sign. Okay. It's got a lot of ideas, but doesn't always allow its fixed nature to move on to the next thing. So this new moon is saying, all of those limiting thoughts and actions that you've been witnessing that has been blocking you through the, these past retrogrades, it's time to find a new way to move through them. Maybe you can't bulldoze, bulldoze right through them, but if you, maybe you can jump over them. What if you lit them on fire? We're, we are limiting ourselves in this 3D world. We are limited by the 3D world. But what if you could work with your limitations instead of fight them? we will create a discussion on this topic in the cosmic community so anyone that's listening that's in the cosmic community will discuss this further this week to help everyone in this group set the intentions and actually be able to manifest them and their dreams for this year so that's that's the new moon move through your limitations, set the intentions of how am I going to be able to move through my limitations for this entire year. So then on Sunday, we get a new program because we're entering into the human design new year. Okay. This is a big day. This, I would say, listen up this of all the, all the, all the things I've talked about, get out your pen and paper and write some shit down right now. Okay. Okay. So one of the most favorite days, my favorite days of the year is this day, because this is one of the most magical and days of the year that will really help you set the tone of renewal um, on activating the next chapter of your life. Okay. So this day sets the tone of the magic and fantasy that has been living inside of you that you can begin to create in the material world. Because the Human Design New Year starts with a focus on our uh, initiation process. Gate 41 is the start of the new year, the gate of contraction. This is the initiator codon. This is the beginning, the root of a feeling. This is all the possibilities of how you can feel your way into what you are here to become. This will show you your dreams on this day, but it will also show you your limitations again. There will be an immense pressure happening on this day. And we'll get more into this during our Human Design New Year party when we go live in our group. So I really want to have a big discussion on this because this is really a day that you can create magic. So I would invite those that are listening to this right now to close your eyes and fantasize about your biggest dreams. And those biggest dreams. You're gonna plant on the day of the Human Design New Year, so you got like two days of planting things. Really, like the Aquarius New Moon is the beginning stages of that, and then the the Human Design New Year is really where you're gonna start to like put the dirt over, maybe throw a couple things in there before. Like it's almost like you're making a little time capsule for the year, okay? And so the the first stage is the, the new moon, where you're going to really put the biggest limitation and almost like a way to reframe that into the ground. And then on the human design new year, you're going to put all the dreams that you have for that on top of that. And then you're going to take your dirt and you're going to put that over that and then you're going to water it. So really, the human design new year should be doing some sort of ritual. I cannot stress that enough and we're going to do one together in the cosmic community. So I hope that if you're listening to this, that you're going to join us on this day. And if not, then you can watch the replay and do it with us together during the replay. Um, That's the beauty of technology. (laughs) So um, seriously, this is your week to see your roadblocks and find a new way to move through them. Okay. So we also have Um, Uranus going direct. I mean, there's so much shit happening this week. It's crazy. So on, uh, what is it on, uh, hold on on a Sunday. Yep. The day of the human design new year. We also have Uranus going direct, which is in the seat of our driver right now. So we have Uranus going direct direct on this day, which is holding the place of the seat of our driver. So the sky's the limit on the 22nd or afterwards, I would say, positioned, and this is the position to take off, okay? So you're about to be rocketed with Uranus going direct into outer space, which feels also very Aquarius energy, to infinity and beyond, as Buzz Lightyear says. So this is your time to capture it. Use the transits to your advantage and if you need help and support on how to actually do this then you're going to join us in february in the cosmic community because we're all making magic in there together it's been so fulfilling i didn't realize how any of this was going to go but the people that have been joining have been so supportive of us have been so supportive of each other and it's just been, been just, just such a beautiful thing and i think we're going to really like i wasn't expecting this to be like and I know this is like a buzzword or whatever, and like also have people have weird uh, feelings about this. But I really pe- believe people are gonna help each other manifest in this group. Like that's what I, I didn't realize how much. But people are are moving through things. People are talking about things. People are seeing things from a new perspective, and it's just been a beautiful experience to have. So I'm excited. This is just the beginning. So. You know, just a few things happening this week. Not that much.
1: Not too much. No big deal. Just yeah. we'll be fine.
0: Well, you were like, you said to me, what was it yesterday? Or like, well, there's not that much going on this next week. And I was like, yeah. what week are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this
1: curtain or actually would have been last week. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Cool. Well, um, you do you want me to go into the car? Do you? I don't want to. Yeah. No,
0: I'm done. I, I, okay. I've said enough at this point. I think we've. <laughs> I think we've heard enough from me for today. <laughs> You're good. I'm just okay. So it's,
1: it's interesting that all of these things came up because mm-hmm. the I got the King of Cups. King of Cups is all about emotions and balance. And I know balance can be kind of a hard word for people, but it's more like, finding clarity or maybe just not being in an emotional wave, sort of. So emotionals, maybe this is a good opportunity this week for you to feel what it feels like to make a decision in a place of clarity, not in a place of high, super high, but also not in a place of a super low. For non-emotionals, maybe this is a time for you to really get in touch with your emotions and see what is it that's coming up for you um, and see it more from a perspective of, of clarity, like not making a decision that is um, really rash and not making a huge um, emotional decision on things. On the card, there's a lot of water, um, which is also about emotions. There's a fish down here at the bottom. These are for my YouTube people, if you're looking at the card. And there's also a ship. And it's actually um, the mind and the heart. So you're finding a lot of peace between making decisions. Um, if this is has to do with love for you, then maybe you're finding um, you're tapping into that your heart. You're finding more um, balance with yourself, your self love with the love for the other. And um, where was I? Oh, okay. So if it has to do with like finance finances, it could be that you're finding a place right now where you're seeing a lot of financial stability. Um or you're maybe you're making some investments that you're you're really clear headed. and so you're you're being cautious, but you're also being logical. So that could be something that you're seeing right now. Um, if it has to do with maybe your career, then maybe um you're tapping into like your leader version of yourself and you're being a mentor to others. Um, so there's a lot of different possibilities here.. Uh, Sorry, I got interrupted. So if this has to do with um, your career, maybe you're finding like you're emotionally um, at a good place and you're feeling fulfilled, or if you're not feeling fulfilled, maybe this is a good time for you to consider what is it in like maybe your outside world that can fulfill you? How can you find something in your outside world that can bring you joy or whatever it is that you need more of your life. Um, or if you're finding a new, if you're going on a new career path, like what does that look like for you? What are you searching for in your career? Um, and what is it that you want to bring into your life? So I think this, along with finding your limitations for this week, like looking at your limitations, also looking at your emotions and finding you know some clarity within the two, Um, Because this has a lot to do with emotions, the king of cups. So I don't know if that was all like discombobulated because I got interrupted, but hopefully that all made sense.
0: I I feel like when this is a time to really come to like a centered place of yourself, which is Mm going to be one of the themes of this year as we move into the next nodal axis of um, Libra and Aries. But it's like, and you keep saying balance, but it's like, how can we harmonize the both both ends? How can we harmonize where we can go from where we just were? And where's the center focus of that? And I feel like that's what this card is saying. It's like, how can you yeah. find your center? Maybe it's not directly in the center. I mean, we can't always be like, you know, completely balanced. That's why I balance yeah. sometimes. But how can we harmonize our... Are, are negative and positive feelings, whatever. And cause we have to associate them with good or bad, right. With just being in a binary system that we live in this material world. But mm-hmm. maybe where, where do you need to like lift the fog, especially with emotionals? Like where, where can you lift the fog a little bit, find a place, maybe go into your correct environment. Like where you were talking about your outside world. Maybe this is a time to find or, or create the space, you know, Aquarius is really about finding innovative and creative ways to do something, right? So maybe I'm like, I'm going to be moving my desk, um, into a different corner. Like I was talking to one of our members of the cosmic community and she was telling me, um, cause I was like, my desk is all the way over to the left, which is, um, good for, um, money and abundance in my office space, but she's like, you're not facing the door. I was like, oh yeah, my back's against the door. And I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I got to turn the, keep it still to the left, but turn it around so I can see who's coming in um, so that I'm completely open to abundance and prosperity. So maybe Mm -hmm. you just need to recenter yourself in some way this week and be able to like Embrace the emotions that are coming in because Aquarius wants to intellectualize our emotions. That's what it wants to do. But maybe Mm -hmm. you just need to talk them out, like how I just talked them out with you guys, Um, and just allow the flow to come through. And then you'll be able to come back to a place of centeredness, even if you still feel a little off balance. We're never, I mean, we're human, we're never fully like completely aligned or aligned all the time. But just come to a place of centeredness where you feel at home in your body. And yeah, so I think that was a good card. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Going. I felt like it was very accurate. Cool.
0: That's all I have. Oh, you're done. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I I didn't know I didn't know if you were doing pulling another one. But
1: Oh, I mean, I totally forgot. How about <laughs> let's do let's do an affirmation cuz maybe yeah, we, we could,
0: need an we, I I could use an affirmation right now. Okay. Let's do
1: it. Yes. Okay. So. Oh, I like this one. I find peace and I can find peace in every breath. Mm.
0: Yes. My smell cognition likes that one.
1: Yeah, I think I thought it would.
0: <laughs> yeah. We forget to breathe often. Mm-hmm. We hold our breath. Mm-hmm. Uh, we brace ourselves. Like this. Mm-hmm. But maybe this week we need to just. Allow the breath to flow. Love it. So thanks for coming on this wild ride with us, especially <laughs> me. Um, I, I appreciate all of you that have been on this journey with us for the last year plus yeah. now or longer if you were with us on Clubhouse. And this is really going to be a year to find harmony from within to realize your power with all this Aries energy coming in. We have Jupiter and Aries. This month of February is going to be a blip. March is really where shit's going to be able to move. But Mm -hmm. February is like, okay, create the momentum. It's starting to go, it's starting to flow. But this week is going to be the week to set the tone for that. So where do you want to go for the next year? plant those seeds. And uh, that's all we got, I guess. we will see you over on the next one. See you next week. Bye.
1: Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Crystal and I are really here as defined hearts to provide value to you with our unique insights. If you have found any of this episode valuable to you, we ask that you share with a friend, tag us with a highlight on Instagram, and write us a review so we can reach more people. Human design and astrology are tools to guide us toward our transformation. You are a unique and beautiful being, and we encourage you to let that light inside of you shine bright. See you in the next episode, friends.